Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Intellectual Podcast. We're just putting just a little splash of nuance in the polarizing conversations of the internet. Yes, I'm Jem. And I'm Renee. And we're talking about one of my favorite subjects on the planet. Confidence. Confidence. Bum, bum, bum. Beep, 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 beep. What's that song? I think be confident. Uh-huh. What's wrong with being? What's wrong? It's Megan Trainer, I think. Oh, that's why I don't know yeah. it. <laughs> What's wrong with being confident? Oh. And yeah. whenever you, when you're seeing that, it's like triggering. What's love got to do? What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, girl, girl, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Something, something, something. Uh, something's but going on there. No, I've never heard that song. I do not like Megan Trainer. But yeah. I will say she really embodies confidence. She does. She for better she's or worse. confident in herself. Yeah, I yeah. I'm I'm not gonna speak ill on that woman. <laughs> we can move on. We can move on. <laughs> There's really nothing bad to say about her. No, it's just like personal preference. Yeah. I, just don't like her music like that. Yeah, exactly. But she she's like the least problematic individual. No, like go planet. off, Queen. Like hey, do, do your you? Thing. You're really in your lane. <laughs> right, right. She peace. knows her strengths. Yeah. Not making your backup dancers feel uncomfortable um, right. and fat shaming mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. when you're mm-hmm. ten times larger than the average human. Oh my being. god! Stop. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, that's let's either not here. forget about Lizzo. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's Lizzo wanted wanted us to forget, <laughs> yeah, but we have not she forgotten. Came back on freaking TikTok talking about. Like, right, girl. That didn't just happen. Mm. Stop, stop. Right. No. Like, no, come on now. Ma'am. I love our, like, this, our culture now in the sense of, like, correcting, like, dumb shit that celebrities are doing. Mm-hmm. It's like we Ariana really Grande's. Are holding those people accountable. Yeah. More than before. Ariana Grande's new single, Yes And. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, girl, no. 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 Mm-hmm. We are not going to sit here and condone your bullshit yeah. any We're longer. We're not over that yet. We're not We're over not it. We're not over that. Don't Sorry. Act, it's not hee hee ha ha. You're not, like, girl, you are a grown ass <laughs> woman. You broke up a whole marriage right. that's two. fucked up two. two two whole marriages and we forgave you for the first oh her marriage you yeah. know, i'm sure her marriage is already over you know what i mean i don't <laughs> that's why she was acting out mess, mess with your marriage all you want whatever right, okay. but you broke up a whole ass other marriage newborn baby that's new crazy. mother and you're gonna be like yes and like, like bitch <laughs> shut the yes fuck and up. go figure that yeah. out <laughs> go back to therapy like <laughs> jesus girl. girl oh my god Dude, i do love gen z for that that is right quintessential <laughs> gen z and it's yes. amazing good yes. job we hold love that these, hold these rich people eat the ranch right you know? <laughs> yes. I guess. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Some people shouldn't be too confident, you know? <laughs> some yeah. people need to dial back their confidence. And I think that's a very interesting thing to think about. Yeah. Because I would argue no celebrity really exists with true confidence. Oh, okay. It's hard. It's hard to yeah. be a public figure and have confidence. But yeah. you do interact with ego. Mm, okay. And confidence isn't necessarily a high sense of self. Right. Oh, wow. We're really right. going to get into it. Right. I'm curious about right. this distinction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but let's take a, take a little step back, a couple steps back. Totally. This popped up on my thing. Okay. The other day. It was a TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a clip of a tick. It was a TikTok of a clip. Gotcha. A tick, a clip of a TikTok? No, it was a TikTok. That of was a, a clip. clip of this video. Okay. There you go. Gotcha. There you go. <laughs> and <sighs> the interactions that these people were having was so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. One man in particular. Okay. For those of people, you specifically, who doesn't yeah. know what's going on. This is a 
Uh, it's a dating game called Pop the Balloon Okay. Find Love. So if you don't want the girl, you pop the balloon. If you do want the girl, you... Found love. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and it's a bunch of people. They line up and the girl walks in and mm-hmm. they decide whether or not they... Okay. I love a good dating show. Me too. It's this man in particular... I want to get your impression. All right. Popping their balloon on us. So, sir, if we can have your name and how old you are. Hi, my name is Dr. Elam, and I am 38 years old. Okay, and Dr. Elam, why did you end up popping your balloon? A couple of reasons. First reason is you said you don't like someone with... You wanted some of the little dirt under their nails, mm-hmm. and that's not me. I actually get manicures. Why do I get manicures? Okay. Because I'm a dentist, and my hands are actually insured. So yeah. I may not be able to date you, but I would hire you. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're out here networking? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hold, hold all your all right. questions and concerns so, until the end. <laughs> <laughs> so as far as... You just don't get a little dirt under your nails, but she kind of specified a little bit more. Like she doesn't mean physical dirt. She just wants someone you know who gets a little rough outside. Like, well, maybe I can ask her to elaborate. So, if like something wrong with my car, you can take care of it, <laughs> or oh, go yeah. get it taken care of. I won't take care of it, but I will hire someone who can. There you go. <laughs> like, can you mow the lawn? Like when I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So do you do like I think you mean like a handyman like yeah. around the house yeah. does something? Yeah, he took that really little early. Like <laughs> yeah, that's not me. Okay. It's not him. It's not him. Apparently. And then so he like, he does not handyman. Doctor Elam here. Or take the responsibility of making sure things are repaired. He said he would hire somebody. Yeah, fair. That's fine as long as you're taking care of it. So that's that one. Okay. There's more. There's more of this man. Okay. This okay. is a, a two-hour video. <laughs> okay. He seems like he's going to be a problem. <laughs> you be the judge, to be uh, Okay. Okay. There's something about, like, a guy... Obviously, the other stuff I'll, I'll watch. Um, there's something about a guy who's, like, particular with, like, semantics in mm. words that's, like, a, a, an alarm goes off in a woman's yeah. head, you know? I see. Yeah. yeah. I can see that. I pop my balloon not because you're not gorgeous not because some men can't hold space for your emotions but for me it was the weight loss and while we are all proud of you for losing the weight I am considering the risk long term you may have health problems down the line that we may have to work with and the habits that you've developed over time are going to be challenging to upkeep in your 40s and 50s and 60s. So for me, I'm concerned about your health over a long period of time. Okay. okay. <laughs> Any response to that? You want to hear um, her response? Believe yeah. it or not, I am a health nut. Um, I am vegan-ish. I don't eat beef, pork, chicken, or dairy. Um, because I am a health nut, I go get tested for everything. I have no high cholesterol, no high blood pressure, um, no diabetes, no nothing. I'm completely healthy. Mm-hmm. It's also really funny to me. Yeah. Because arguably, obviously, yeah. this man is really attractive. Right. So, one, his personality is one thing. Yeah. But also the response that people are giving him. Because most of the people that walk into this uh-huh. want to date him. Oh, I see. So. They're trying to just like, oh, but this 
are you saying like they're trying to cater to him in some way? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Um, my blood pressure is A1. I work out five to six times a week. I strength train as well. Um, I eat very clean. I'm just in a thicker body, very physically fit outside the clothes. Um, but to each his own, if you're worried about health things, just because somebody's in a smaller frame doesn't make them healthier than me. And to be honest with you, I'm a little thick, but I can, I can run with the big boys or the big girls. I get down in the gym, baby. I do it all. So I understand perception is reality, and that's what you get from optics. But I'm trying to tell you, I'm, you kind of fine. So y'all got an air pump because we might need to play. The fact that she would still want to be with him after, like, him saying that to yeah. her. Like, his his concern valid ish but like also what she was saying like just because someone looks a certain type of way does not mean that they're healthy or unhealthy also the fact that like like people have the ability to like i guess like what is it turn over like their biology and mm. if you like take the proper measures to like correct whatever damage has been done or whatnot and like I wonder he might, I wonder if he goes as far too to um ask about like family like mm -hmm. history because there's some things that you just can't control. Right. You might just have like a genetic pre preposition. Was predisposition. That the right predisposition. to like certain things. Mm -hmm. But also his focus was interesting because it's weight mm -hmm. loss. She lost yeah. 150 pounds. Gotcha. And gotcha. he's like that much weight is concerning to me. Mm. because of the long-term effects that that will have on your body. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe it's because you're in the medical field that you're you like, you know. care about some things like that. Yeah. But she explained how she's healthy and fit. Right. But he's talking about the, the weight loss itself. He's stuck on that. Yeah. But like she has healthy habits mm. now. It's from so what she's that saying. Entire, like, this entire interaction was really confusing to me. Yeah. But there's more. And this is, okay. this is the... <laughs> The one that we were, this is the clip I saw. Okay. We leading up to. Gotcha. My name is Dr. Elam. I'm 38 years old. And I popped my balloon after listening to you. Okay, damn. Okay. I think <laughs> humility and integrity is something that takes a lot of work to acquire. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't seem like you've done that work yet. No? Okay. <laughs> Have you had therapy before? No, you want to be my therapist? If you need one. I do. Okay. Okay. I charge by the hour. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, it's funny, but it's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. So you think I need therapy? I know you need therapy. Okay. I think we all need therapy, Shit. but it takes a certain okay. level of humility to admit it. And if you can't admit it, then, well, you definitely need therapy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure. And, and why do you think she needs I know you said everyone needs it, but why are you telling her specifically that you think she needs it? Well, I think we're all giving a bit of constructive criticism, and it seems like you're taking it harshly, which means you have a level of insecurity that okay. needs to be talked with a third party. Okay. I think you're wow. too into that because I don't need therapy. I'm fine. I'm oh. not insecure. Oh, secure she just myself, confirmed exactly what he just said to her. Mm -hmm. Thank you for proving my point. Yes. <laughs> I feel like sometimes men, like when you're too confident, they think like it's a problem for them. And it's, it's okay to be insecure. But I'm it's not. Okay. So you don't know me. You just see me two seconds Look, ago. Insecurity is something we all struggle with. Okay. And the fact that you can't admit that means that you haven't been able to 
work past it. Okay. And you're already proving to me that it's going to take work to communicate with you because you're not listening to me. Okay, doctor, you got a card? I'll call you after the show and you can give me a session. You can take my Instagram. Sure. And I, did I mention I was a doctor or you just called I, me that? You said, I feel like oh, okay, you said okay. doctor, yeah, 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 but okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a great opportunity for you to learn sure. that communication mm. can be had without getting defensive. And we can talk to each other like adults and work through our troubles in the same way mm. I have and in the same way you need to. Okay. So we can definitely talk after the show. Okay, I think I know what it is. Okay. All right. So that's what I want to show you for context. This uh -huh. man is 40. Mm -hmm. I think that girl is... Got you. Got you. I, I think what it is with him is one thing I, I enjoy. He clearly, like... When people like have like a thought process and like they understand the reasons why blah blah blah, they don't always say it out loud. Mm -hmm. He says it out loud, mm -hmm. eloquently, is able to explain himself for the reasons. And like I, I very much enjoy that. <laughs> it's kind of funny at times because it's mm -hmm. like you're speaking truth right. in a lot of ways. Um, with the weight loss one, that one's a little bit like I like. He's a doctor. I wonder if he has just some sort of like knowledge of like weight gain and loss and like how that impacts i'm sure it's like a trauma on the body in some mm -hmm. ways and like all these sorts of things it's just maybe way too hyper aware of like how those things work and would rather just avoid it right. which is like uh i guess maybe and maybe then his focus on the weight loss and not necessarily on her body is is very intentional because he doesn't maybe he probably agrees with her that like how someone looks doesn't determine mm -hmm. their health but the fact that you had to lose so much weight that being a thing anyways um he talks down to people he doesn't he's not someone that i would like i would like be afraid if he was like i'm an empath <laughs> uh. you know what i mean like i think he thinks that he he really believes in himself mm -hmm. he thinks he's the smartest person in the room he you truly could say he's pretty confident he's yeah, you ah! <laughs> yes he's very confident and it's not a problem to be confident but mm. there's a level that it goes where it, it goes out of confidence and goes into uh arrogance sure. and i think he is kind of towing that line and i think that's kind of this like visceral reaction that uh, I'm kind of getting where I'm mm -hmm. like, I like what you're saying. And like the thing when, when he was telling that girl, he was like, you know, humility takes all integrity. You know, these are important like things that you should want from a partner. You're like you, I am agreeing with you, but yeah. there's something off about it. And I think it's because he talks down to mm -hmm. people. He thinks he's better than everyone in that room. Arguably he is, but it's one but, thing to be that. And other thing to express that you understand that. And if you are, if you have like this great understanding of humans mm. and relationships and interactions and like all this stuff, and you are kind of like out on this on pedestal, level, yeah. you're not with that understanding. You're not going to talk down to people mm. because you have an understanding of all these things, yeah. you know, like what is understood yeah. doesn't need to be explained. Yeah. And his person, and I'm glad that you brought this up because I was so curious because again, Mm -hmm. Very relatable in the sense that, like, I feel that I relate to a lot of things he was saying, mm -hmm. and the communicate the communication style mm -hmm. very similar. But yeah. I was like, I like it. I think you're good, very attractive man, mm -hmm. very ideal man. But the way that you are, I'm like resisting it for some reason. Yeah, and it's the talking down. Yeah, and what were we saying? I forgot. 
I well, I don't know where you're going with that, but like yeah, I don't know. There's just there is something very icky about. Uh, uh, I, I just don't like it. It's like <laughs> it's one of those things that. Uh, uh, I don't really know how to explain it, but like, and I can only use like Christian, like whatever, mm -hmm. like you, you have like Jesus Christ who is like, you know, was literally on this pedestal, right? right. Son of God. Literally the son of God. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like all these sorts of things. But like when he, he treated the prostitute, like he treated everyone else. You know what mm. I mean? Like you are, if you have this great understanding, you are so much kinder right. and compassionate and understanding with people. And he's not coming from a place of compassion and kindness. Mm. He's coming from a place of like, I know all I am like, and he and knows, he's, he knows he's a catch. He knows mm -hmm. he's hot. He knows he's on this level, whatever. And he, he's just, there's no, like, it's not genuine. Like he tried to be all like, you need therapy and like, well, but like, there is no genuine like kindness coming mm. from him in my so opinion. So he's unkind. Yeah, I don't think he's a very kind person. Gotcha. I think you get into a relationship with him and he requires perfection. Mm. I do and, get that impression as well. Yeah. Very interesting. Very very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the semantics thing that mm -hmm. Come on, bro. She ex and she, they said she explained herself. Right. And also literally like oh, I'll I'll hire someone to do it. Yes, she's literally just saying like can you take care of like if I got a flat tire, would you like take care of it? Make or sure even less about the actual taking care and more yeah. like do you even care? Right. Exactly. Right. Like if the pipe in the, under the sink burst, will you be the one to like I don't necessarily need you to be the handyman to fix it, but will you be the one to call the person like mm. deal be a man and deal with those types of things in the house? Yeah. I'm like, bro, you knew what she was saying. Stop with that bullshit. <laughs> you're, you're too, intel you're too nah, intelligent. Right. Come like, on now. Come on Come now. off it. Jeez. Oh, and my God. What I was saying, what is understood doesn't need to be explained. If you mm -hmm. are that, yeah, it will show up without yes. you having to, like, force it. Yes. You don't have to constantly, with every word you say, mm -hmm. be screaming it to everyone you're interacting with. Yeah. Because you can just exist comfortably yeah and relax yeah in that and like like the way that he was interacting with a girl that he said need therapy like the the back and forth the little mm -hmm. sassiness like if you really genuinely like were coming from a place of like i think like there's some more work that you need to do and like that like can be a beautiful journey like mm -hmm. if, if self-discovery and figuring out your like i don't know why would you be talking granted she was kind of sassy but like so maybe you just kind of get caught up in it but mm -hmm. like if you were this person why are you getting caught up in it yeah you know what I mean? He was like, I'll give you my card. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, bro. I'll hire you. Right. Like, what? A what? He thinks he's better than everyone. He's never going to be able to find his person because he's God. And well, he eyes. found he found a, a dude at the end of that. Or a girl at the end of that. <laughs> I was like, it would be a dude. It would be a man. I knew it. <laughs> no, he found he found a girl at the end of it. Uh, that he. And that he didn't pop the balloon for. They went on a date. Oh, okay. I'll send you the video so you can. I'm actually very curious so about this progression. So all the other, the, what the other people were saying, uh -huh. equally as interesting. So, uh, okay. And they have a girl yeah, version a too, Ooh. which is even more interesting. So it's this is almost like a, the Jubilee videos. Yeah. Sort of like almost in the same like, vein. Yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. But yeah, so I thought that was pretty relevant to mm -hmm. today's conversation. Yeah, I think so. And I was like, that's good. That's super yeah. interesting. And yeah. because again, I really, I felt an interesting connection to him mm -hmm. as an entity. Yeah. But a resistance to the way he was expressing himself. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. That, um that's what it is. What is confidence? Why is confidence? Where is confidence? <laughs> How? Oh my god. Is confidence. <laughs>
<laughs> tell us. To me, confidence really is a foundational idea. It exists between mm-hmm. as the relationship between your environment mm-hmm. and how you express yourself in relation to the relationship you have with yourself. With mm. Yeah, it's like the punctuation of your existence. Yeah, it's assertive. It's intense, mm-hmm. but it's also subtle and gentle, and like that guy, mm-hmm. not so aggressive, yeah. not screaming all the time that it needs to be there. Yeah. Um, although some people really do interpret confidence to be that way, yeah. which is why you get these really egotistical people mm-hmm. existing without a lot of um, restraint. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm confident. No one can tell me stuff. I'm going to yeah. double down on my poor <laughs> on behavior <your> because <laughs> confidence, baby. Right. Fake like, it till you whoa, make it. I was whoa. like, no. Mm-hmm. Nope. Not quite. Take it back not a couple quite, steps. Not quite. No. And I think we, as a society, mm-hmm. I, as a society, <laughs> I think yes. we're confused about confidence and egos. Mm-hmm. And it's because the ones with egos are very loud. Right. And confidence is quiet. Yes. So yes. I think we, it's a, it creates the opportunity mm-hmm. for a really good conversation to be had about it, which mm-hmm. is what we're going to do. And I think a good representation of confidence in relation to controversy Mm. is what's been happening this week. The conversation around Jonathan Majors. Oh, yes. With his uh, conviction. Mm -hmm. Is that the right word? Conviction and his whole getting removed from the spotlight and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. He finally spoke out. Right. He responded. Yes. And I think it really showcases... um, his interaction with the idea of confidence mm. because mm-hmm. to do that when you're like the villain of your own story right you have all this media perception painting you in a negative light right and trying to make sense of you being the most prolific up-and-coming individual in hollywood mm-hmm. black man yeah. challenging ideations of masculinity mm-hmm. and beauty and femininity mm-hmm. and stereotypical ideas around how black men should exist in relation to american society mm-hmm. um, wow yeah to let that be ripped away from you in the most like cliche way possible right right, right. there's then, like so many layers of that situation i saw the video mm-hmm. that was just like damn <laughs> I, the, the, the optics i could i don't think i could deal Mm-mm. i don't personally if that happened to me yeah I don't think I could deal. Yeah. (laughs) So for that to happen to him, Mm -hmm. for him to be depressive and suicidal and all this stuff, and then to still um, go in front of media and talk about it, Mm -hmm. these people, journalism, you know, asking really pointed questions about really personal things that you have to explain to society that has nothing to do with the situation that you're probably still processing, that you're probably still grieving from, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. Mm -hmm. He handled himself with poise and grace. And he was, you know, you can critique it. Yeah. And people do critique it. Yeah. But base level, the man who had everything, Mm -hmm. the keys to the empire. Right. Lost it, fell on his face, fell from grace. Right. To sit there and converse and be even willing to sit there and Mm -hmm. converse, to Mm -hmm. me, is a really good representation of the type of confidence that I want to explain to the people. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Nothing to add? Nothing to say no, about Jonathan Majors? Not really. I like, I mean, like I said, I saw the video. I, I, I don't I don't know that I necessarily want to talk about like his stuff. 
I, do, I don't know enough about it. I also don't necessarily want to err on the side of without having any knowledge uh, bashing on a woman's like mm-hmm. experience. Um, like I said, I saw the video. Who knows what happens behind closed doors, uh, whether he deserved that like sentence or not. Um, you know me. Mm-hmm. I w- and I and I think, you know, we should. Yeah, I, I don't want to not believe the woman in this in this scenario, right. especially when I don't know enough. And I don't think anyone will really know enough to really know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But using that as your example of like just, yeah, in the, fa- in the face of like adversity, handing, mm-hmm. handling yourself. And he may feel very confident in his in himself and his story and what he knows is truth and more power to him. More power to him. I realized in retrospect how that could be like taken there. And I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, because <laughs> the the story is like irrelevant to everything else that happened. Like what happened between them? I don't mm-hmm. care about. Yeah. What happened as a result of that right. is the thing that I've always focused on in this entire thing. Totally. Because of what John, what because of what Jonathan Major was becoming. Yeah. For yeah. our community specifically. Right. Right. No, I see what you're saying. So, yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is very true. So, mm-hmm. so confidence. How are we feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm feeling confident. <laughs> um, feeling really good. Um, for me, because I know you kind of like define confidence for yourself. Mm. I feel like when I think about like confidence, this, and it's something for me that I'm still, I think it's always kind of a muscle that you're kind of like exercising. I don't right. think you like reach confidence and then you're kind of there and you're set. Mm, like an achievable uh, goal. Right. Exactly. Unlocked confidence. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It's like a video game. Yeah. You've unlocked like a new. Exactly. <laughs> it's confidence not. level maxed out. Right. Exactly. Right. I get you. Um, but it's something that I've been specifically focusing on, I think in the last like couple years. Um, And when I think about confidence and even then preparing for this episode, like I do think it feels um, like harmonious. Mm. Like I am in Mm. harmony with like myself internally. And Mm -hmm. as you said, with the external environment, but not because I'm appeasing the external environment, but because I know myself in relation Mm -hmm. to the external environment. Um, And yeah, I think that's just like a really beautiful thing. And it's funny how like, because I, as I was thinking about it, there's so many like, like there's so many things that can affect impact your confidence and like it can go all the way down to like these like really like micro things mm-hmm. um, that you don't realize are like affecting your confidence and, and, and your life and the way that you approach things and all these sorts of things like your lifestyle, who you surround yourself with, mm-hmm. how you treat yourself, mm-hmm. you know, there's all of these things Um and it really, it really goes deep, as as it as it does. As it do, as things do be, as things do be doing sometimes. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do be doing that low key all the time, right? No, literally, literally. Well, I also take another step back. Okay. And just on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your confidence? Just like general day to day. You wake up in the morning. You're existing in the world. I would say my general confidence is at like an eight right now. Eight. Yeah, I would say I'm a solid eight. And what makes it an eight, if you can like articulate that? <laughs> yeah, I'm a solid eight. When I was asking, I was like, that's kind of a hard question. <laughs> I, th- <laughs> it's kind of a hard question. Um, I think that I am existing the most authentically in spaces hmm. that I have 
ever existed in. So I feel like I, I feel like I have a much better understanding uh, and like barometer of what is authentic to me mm. and when things are not. I feel like there was a point in time where like I, it would take me a long time before I realized I was like, oh, this isn't actually me, mm -hmm. right? But then, and then also in your early 20s, you're kind of just figuring out right. what is you and what right. isn't. So that's kind of just in the byproduct of that. Um, I'm so I'm starting to like become more like quickly aware of like when I'm like, oh, this that's not really me, that mm. this is more me. Also just engaging in social spaces. That was one thing that was really big for me. Um, cause I'm a big people pleaser, Libra energy. Woo. Um, <laughs> so I feel like I've gotten a, a whole lot better at, uh, engaging more authentically in social settings. Gotcha. Um, and even in the way that I am like trying to learn and discover feels very authentic to me, mm -hmm. even though like there are things that I'm working on to be more confident but I'm engaging in them in a way that's authentic to me. So mm. I, it's, there's a confidence in the pursuit. Right. Right. I think that's a good point. Yeah. I think that's a very useful thing to elaborate on for a second, because mm -hmm. like you were saying, it's mm -hmm. not an end goal. Yeah. And it's a relationship that you have with yourself and the environment. Mm -hmm. So even when you're discovering who mm -hmm. you are, and as you're pursuing that ideation, it's very important that you're doing it in a way that makes sense to you, like yeah. to who you are at this moment in time in the present, right. right? Right. So I like it. Good, 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 good. That is why. I, oh, and then I guess why I'm not like a nine or 10 would probably mm. be because there's still like areas of my life that I, I'm doing. There are certain things that I do and habits that I have that like don't necessarily make me feel good, but I still mm. engage in them. I'm working on not engaging in them any longer. Uh -huh. So it could still be better. Interesting. So, so interesting. <laughs> I never even considered that. Mm. That little last part that you said about confidence. Yeah. Or like about um, things you need to improve on. Mm -hmm. I don't consider what needs improvement when I assess like my sense of self. Hmm. I feel like, and maybe this is because like as a woman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as a woman. As a woman. <laughs> That's all I need to say, right? You get it, As right? A woman. <laughs> yes. I get yes, it. <laughs> Understood. Understood. <laughs> oh my god. Um, there. So I guess, like, to elaborate a little bit, for me, it's my relationship with food. Mm. Uh, I guess, like, trigger warning for anyone who <laughs> might have an EG, but I don't. Know. <laughs> See, this this is the moments where my people please come down, being way too considerate to the audience. Anyways. Oh my god. I don't have an ED, but I do have like an odd relationship with food. Mm -hmm. um, and in the sense like of un eating unhealthy versus mm. eating healthy. Got you. Like fast food versus right. organic. Exactly. Got eating you. at home, cooking like a good meal, et cetera. And I just tend to eat like crap a lot of the time. Mm. And it really, it, it, it turns into like a domino effect Got you. of impacting me. Because I do struggle with like... Uh, like how I perceive my body mm -hmm. and if when I don't healthy I then feel like I become very hyper aware of my body just a byproduct of being a model and working in the industry mm -hmm. it's like this like hyper awareness of my body and how I look and so when I eat unhealthy then I become hyper aware of my body and it just like shoots my confidence right. to shit. Like a little cycle. It's just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, feedback exactly. loop, if you will. Mm -hmm. Huh. 
That is really as a woman. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, it really it. is as a woman. <laughs> as a, yeah, I understand. I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I would rate my general average confidence at a nine. Nice. Nine, 9.5, depending on the day. Gotcha. And depending on the space. Okay. And the reason why I do that is because the relationship I have with myself mm -hmm. and the understanding that I have about my identity mm -hmm. and how I exist in spaces, how I pursue improvement, all that stuff mm -hmm. is so structured at mm -hmm. this point in my life mm -hmm. that nothing can really like crumble it or crack it or put any yeah. dink in the infrastructure. Totally. It took me like 15 years to get here. Right. <laughs> but it's solid now. Yeah. It's very, very solid now. Yeah. And to my point that I was saying before, and I think this is a thing that people kind of struggle with, right? Because a person's sense of self is really related to what they're good at mm -hmm. and also what they're bad at. Mm -hmm. And it's a balance between those two. Yeah. So if you're good at some things and bad at a lot of things, mm -hmm. then your sense of self is going to be lower mm -hmm. than a person who's bad at a few things and better at other things even mm -hmm. if the ratio is the same yeah. so let's say like it's a one-to-one -one ratio for both for both people yeah depending on who has like more good things versus bad things though will feel, feel some type of way yeah i always or i haven't always but i learned to identify the bad parts of myself mm -hmm. as equally myself yes oh so important so there is no good gem or bad gem mm. there is just gem there's just gem gem <laughs> and he like the bad things like sure like can these things be improved absolutely sure yeah do i think that i'm less than mm. because i need or i have things that need to be improved yeah absolutely not right and it comes from accepting the human, like the human experience, right? Mm -hmm. The human, you, you love yeah. the human experience. Yeah, I love the human experience. The human experience to me is good, bad, and neutral. Mm. And it's all like an experience, neutral, yeah. qualify it based on your perspective type idea. Wait, so right here, asterisk, go see episode on inner work here. <laughs> right. Literally that right. episode, literally. like there's literally, no good, literally. bad. It's just like it's just integrating happenings. the self. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So myself is extremely integrated <laughs> and I, you know, for better or for worse, I kind of <laughs> hype up the bad qualities that I have. You know, you again, just have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, I just have fun. It's like, oh, well, like for yeah. like, I have an interesting relationship with um, eating out as well, yeah. which is crazy because I am an extremely good cook. Right. I, I cook so well. We'll never understand this man's like affinity for DoorDash. <laughs> Bizarre. <laughs> Bizarre. Because anything I DoorDash, mm -hmm. I can make 20 times better. Right. For myself. Literally. <laughs> it's just laziness. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's really what it is. Uh -huh. And I'm just like, I could eat healthy. I laugh at it. Yeah. It's like, Dardashi again. All right, <laughs> right, here we go. Right. Whatever, whatever. It's not like how you have the cycle. Mm -hmm. So like that. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, I can see how it would be easy to fall into that. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, Dardashi again. Like, bro, come on. And then the, the money and the time and like the being better and the, the domino. There's, there's things. Right? Yeah, the domino. there are things. Right. I'm just like, I'm being human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is my guilty pleasure. Right. And that's what it is. I really like Taco Bell. 
Oh, it's so good. It's annoyingly good. I love Taco Bell. And I hate, every time I eat it, I'm like, why are you doing this? Why did you do this? You can make better tacos. Right. Please. please. (laughs) But how I'm interacting with you guys right now is literally how I interact with it when I'm doing like by myself interacting with this um, phenomenon because Mm -hmm. to me, it's kind of funny. Yeah. To me, it is kind of funny because how boring would it be if you are just this perfect individual Mm -hmm. that has no peaks and valleys? You're just... Popping out the womb, you can say a thousand fucking words, you know math, you know mm-hmm. all this stuff, you're the perfect you entity, know math. you know, like, <laughs> I can do calculus as a three-year-old. Like, oh my God. that's not fun, right. that's not interesting, that's not relatable. Right, right. So my confidence is very tied into my ability to relate to my environment. Yeah. And the better I can do that, the better, or the more human I feel, and the more human I feel, the more confident I am. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. The more human you feel, the more Mm -hmm. confident you are. Wow. What else? Well, I mean, I guess like for myself too, a really big part of like the journey to my building my own confidence Mm -hmm. has really been like, was previously about like the people I surrounded myself with. I think I had said that or made mention of that earlier. Um, I feel like that is like an underrated and maybe it's not but (laughs) i like i just feel like that's not something that's necessarily like super talked about unless it's like well if you're getting straight up bullied by your friends Mm. then okay like yeah they're gonna shoot your confidence but like i i do think there is something about like people you surround yourself with like will either make or not make or break but will impact your self-confidence even if those people are not necessarily like bad or bad friends or not good to you mm-hmm. um i think there there is something to be said with that and um i know for myself like a one thing that i i i really was the best thing i could have done for myself at the time was um because oh, oh god that's like a whole other level having <laughs> like building self-confidence is also like about like making making decisions and having having confidence in your decisions even if like and how you do that is by making the decisions when you're like, I'm not sure if this mm-hmm. is the right decision, right? Trusting yourself. Like that's such a huge part of confidence. Um, and so for me, I think it, a thing that I did for myself that was amazing was kind of stepping out and step, stepping away from certain friends, not completely, but just kind of taking some distance from certain friends and taking that leap of trying to make new friends. And I was very not confident in that like mm-hmm. decision right but it was something that i felt you know um that's something that i felt that i had to do and uh then having the confidence in myself to be like okay like you're going this is what you're going to do because i think you can be around people who don't necessarily make you feel like your most authentic self mm-hmm. and like like i said this is not anything that's i'm talking about in spaces where it's like very unintentional right you know it's just you compatibilities any relationship there's compatibilities mm-hmm. and there's you know uncompatibilities and to that point too if yeah I can interject of course um 20s like we were saying very mm-hmm. variable yeah right right so who you are at 18 is very different than who you are at 24 mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. the friend that you make at 18 are right. going to be very different from the friends that you keep at 24 because totally. you're completely different right so maybe you're still trying to hang out with your friends that you have when you're 18 mm-hmm. and they have a mode of behavior mm-hmm. you've outgrown them because 
this is always like the most cliche example, but mm-hmm. like the drinking and the smoking and the partying, totally. right? Because totally. for lack of a better example, that's what I'm using. <laughs> um, yeah. And maybe you don't want to drink as much, but being mm-hmm. around them forces you to mm-hmm. like, oh, I browned out again or blacked out again. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to drink as much this time, but they're like, yeah. come on, the right. camaraderie, the people you're around, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then when you're trying to improve and you're trying to be better and they're like still doing that, you're still like, mm-hmm. you're, you feel like you're still in a habit that you're trying to break or whatever. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah, a, l- a little bit. I think also too kind of in that when you like usually yeah like these friends that I'm talking about or like this like type of friend as Mm -hmm. someone who's 25 so those were friends who you make like in like your college years when you're starting to drink and party and blah blah you don't know yourself and you're just trying to like kind of fit in and Mm -hmm. figure things out um and I noticed that in my dynamic that I wasn't ever really engaging authentically as myself with these people like you had to be a certain version but of i was yourself. being a certain version not even being a certain version of myself just trying to be something that i really wasn't mm, I um and the fear there being like i'm going to have no friends mm. if i separate myself from these people gotcha you know like i'm not going but also when i hang out with these people i don't feel my best mm-hmm. you know like i it makes it makes me not feel very confident it makes me i come i'm because where where does that come from right if i'm not engaging authentically i'm trying to just fit in i'm telling myself how who i am and how i operate is not good enough i need to change myself to assimilate to what I have assessed as whatever they do as being the good enough, right? right? Mm-hmm. And that's and that's a confidence destroyer. That line of thought, like but clearly, right there. my idea of what I'm supposed to be is not good enough. Exactly, in comparison to what I am trying to be or supposed to be for these other people. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and yeah, I think that was like a big, big aspect of like my confidence builder was then to be like, okay, trust in myself and confidence in myself that I'm making the right decision for mm-hmm. myself. That was a really good practice. And then having the confidence to put yourself out there to make friends when you're 23, 24. I know, so old. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. No, but it's just like so different. Mm-hmm. It's just so different. Yeah. Um, so that being like a really, and and then, you know, and then you meet people and you're like, you're being your authentic self and you're like, wow, like, oh, okay. Like this is like, it's okay to like be oh me. Oh my God, people like me. Right, <laughs> exactly, me. exactly. Yes, they do. But then also the lesson that not everyone's going to like you either. Right. Like, and that's okay. Exactly. That's super okay. Exactly. Um, I coined the same idea mm-hmm. as confidence can't exist in a vacuum. Okay. So if you are on an island mm-hmm. just existing with yourself in your little um, volleyball with a face, I think his name is Brian or something like that. <laughs> what? I don't remember the name, um, but there's no there's no way to assess how much confidence you have. Yeah, not actually. Right. Because confidence has to, on some level, and I think this is a very foundational level, mm-hmm. exist in relation to other people first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And also, and this might be a hot take. Yeah. Confidence is not produced internally. Mm. So no, like no one's born with max confidence. Yeah. It's given to you by a person's association with your existence. If you grew up in an environment that wasn't conducive to a positive sense of self, Mm. your ability to grow confidence will be much harder than a person who is doted on hand and foot Mm. 24-7 and told indirectly Mm -hmm. that their existence mattered. 
Gotcha. Right. So okay. it starts first with the love that your parents give you, unconditional mm-hmm. love of a parent. Yeah. Giving you value, giving your existence value, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Then being yourself, once you have a personality, once you have a mm-hmm. sense of self, the acknowledgement and the approval of your peers. Yeah. That this version of what you are is something that people enjoy being around. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. a confidence that's given yeah. versus like developed. And once you have that foundational confidence, then you can work on all the other, mm. all the other confidence side, if you will. Interesting. Cause I do, I have always felt as if, and I think this is like the common like um, discussion when people talk about confidence is mm-hmm. confidence is that it is intrinsic on some level. Um, and which I do tend to like lean on that side as well. Like, I see what you're saying. You definitely then like qualify it against other people. Also, I use qualify now because of you. Anyways, nice. um, I, love that. I just wanted to ask <laughs> you. I use it a lot more now. Beautiful. Um, like so, I I see what you're saying, but I mm. I do think there's still an element of like like you are the only one that's going to believe in yourself the most. Oh, absolutely. Right? Like no one else is going to believe in you as much as you believe in you. So like if you don't believe in yourself, like you're never going, you're just, you're, you're never going to have confidence. Mm. Which you know is what to I mean? say like you can be a prince and still be insecure. Right. Right. Because to your point, it does. My point was more where it starts, like where it stems from. Gotcha. The the seed that grows into your sense of self and your confidence Is has nurture. to be planted. Gotcha. It can't just exist. Um, your sense of self starts with people's interaction with you, mm. like your parents' interaction with you. Yeah. If you don't have a good interaction with that, mm-hmm. then it's hard to develop a positive sense of self. Mm. You can. It's very possible. You like Oprah Winfrey, for lack of a better example. I know she's very <laughs> controversial right now. Right. <laughs> but, she is. But her life is very hard. Mm. And her, her story is very like, mm. you know? Yeah. So she had to take that sense of self that she got from her mm-hmm. parents and her upbringing and her childhood mm-hmm. and redefine it into something that she could then grow into mm. a stronger sense of self gotcha. versus one of the most major reasons why I am so confident mm-hmm. is because I have one of the best mothers in existence. <laughs> yes. She loves me so much mm. and mm. she's always loved me that much yeah. and i don't think if my mom and her sisters loved me as much as they did yeah i would have had a strong enough sense of self to even start believing in myself to think that that my ideas and my frame of reference and my thought and my perspective yeah is worth considering yeah i'd always be defaulting to something else gotcha to start yeah and then i also have two other um components of confidence Mm -hmm. so there's one there's in my brain there's three and it goes from external which Mm -hmm. is the foundation that you the seed planted that you get from other people Mm -hmm. and then two branches that are internal okay one is your identity Mm -hmm. and your association with what that means to you right and then skill set so the external the people you surround yourself with Mm -hmm. the environment you grow up in the interactions you have on the day-to-day that can make or break who you are as a person yeah and then um your identity Mm -hmm. which we kind of touched on at the beginning yeah um but i want to go even deeper and say another relatively controversial idea okay and i want to break at the seam Mm -hmm. this idea that people don't change 
Okay. People do change. People 100% do change. It's the Uh number one foundational feature of our, what are we? (laughs) Humans? But what are humans? Homo sapiens? It's the number one feature of our species. Oh, our species. We are a species. <laughs> we are a species. <laughs> yes, yes. We forget right. sometimes. <laughs> right. We do forget sometimes, but we 100% are a species. Yeah, yeah. Our adaptability and our ability to change the environment and our internal world is mm-hmm. the reason why we have taken over the planet. Yeah. We change. Yeah. Why is this narrative floating <laughs> in the world talking about people don't, people change. don't change? People don't change. People, mm-hmm. people change. Yeah. They have to. Right, right. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, I'm so. You're really upset about I'm this. So I believe you. I'm so bothered by it. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not fighting you, I swear. <laughs> I swear. Like, let me calm down. <laughs> the people no, change. People I understand that change. frustration. Yeah. I do understand and, that. And <sighs> please don't use this as a justification to stay with your crazy, toxic relationship. No. That's not no. what I'm talking about. Yeah. For the love of Christ. <laughs> but. Your identity is so wrapped up in the story you tell yourself. Mm-hmm. And the story you tell yourself is directly responsible mm-hmm. for the perspective that you focus on. Yeah. And if you, there's a there's a guru mm-hmm. that I really, really enjoy how he explains it. Mm-hmm. Tony Robbins, if you know who Tony Robbins is. I know. He's like one of the first coaches. He's very famous for being like the first coach. Oh, okay, got like, you. Um, the first life coach? Yeah, the first life coach ever. <laughs> wow. He started a movement. He started a movement. And if you ever listen to his speeches, like the ones at his event, mm-hmm. he's so profound and so good. The way he mm-hmm. just, the nail on the head yeah. with like foundational ideas, but makes it so relatable. Mm-hmm. Inspiring. Yeah. Which is his job. But like, I got to respect the man. That's like art, really. Yeah. For real. It's like art. But he said, he said, people are this, are, are, uh, composition of the stories they tell themselves Mm -hmm. and if you're an addict Mm -hmm. you're always going to be an addict let's say you stop smoking yeah why have you stopped smoking you stop smoking because you no longer identify yourself Mm -hmm. with the stories that a smoker has yeah if someone offered you a cigarette you're not gonna be like uh think about i wonder how that is i wonder how that smells like i remember think about it fondly you're gonna be like no I don't smoke anymore. I'm not a smoker. Mm-hmm. Versus like, I'm trying to cut back on smoking. I'm yeah. trying to cut back on drinking. Right. You're still very much ingrained in the narrative and the story right. of what it means to do those things. This reminds me of a South Park episode. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I, I was literally just watching it last night. This is the only reason why. So I'm not going to go into detail the South Park episode. Right. If you know, you know, I think it's like season nine. One mm-hmm. of the dads is like an alcoholic. It's like the storyline and it's a f- obviously he goes to AA meetings mm-hmm. and it's kind of the storyline. It is kind of like the stories that you tell yourself. Yeah. 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 And then um, you change the story. Mm-hmm. You change the perspective. Mm-hmm. You change your identity. Yeah. And if you change your identity to something more positive, mm-hmm. you'll obviously have more confidence in that. Yeah. And I don't think, I think the narrative that people don't change is so limiting Mm -hmm. because change is the most pivotal thing for confidence development. Right. And acknowledging a capacity to change is Mm -hmm. one. And then two, identifying the stories that you tell yourself. Yeah. And changing the story into a, changing the story to be more aligned with how you want to be and who you Mm -hmm. are as a person. 
that was foundational for me to becoming the person I am yeah. today. Because yeah. you met me. You remember <laughs> how I was when we met. Yes. And it's oh. so funny because I developed this story mm-hmm. that I was telling myself about who I am. Yeah. I can see in retrospect <laughs> that I was nowhere near that person. Yeah. But in my brain, that's all I told myself. Yeah. And it gave me some level of like confidence in existing in the world, sure. Mm-hmm. But when I became that person, yeah. When I was like 23 or 24, and looking back to how like the journey that it took to get there, mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Talk about manifestation. Right. Talk right. about ideation. <laughs> I was like. Visualization. You know? You know? What's speaking of like, how was your vision yeah. board? Actually, did you, did you uh, do We actually just ended up talking for three hours the entire time and never actually did it. Boo. But I love that for you stuff. Like, that's yeah, still really like, good. It was fair. We like talked about. Yeah, like, your vision. We were, yeah, reflection and all that kind of stuff. And, but I we was didn't so actually ready, do, like to see the board. Yeah, no. Vision boards are very difficult. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like a fun idea. like yeah idea, <laughs> and I had a lot more fun just hanging out with my friend. So which is fair, yeah. Which is totally fair. <laughs> but when when you become what you the story you tell yourself when you're mm-hmm. not that different, yeah, completely different. Yeah, the association like even just like the the very basic human. Um, human response to achieving a goal mm-hmm. even if it's a goal you didn't even know you had it's right. like the satisfaction yeah the sense of achievement the sense right. of um something i don't know Achie- <laughs> the, I, the achievement. Sense- I thought achievement was a good word but <laughs> <laughs> and like it's like wow i really became that yeah and then you look back on what you were and you're like right oh, you're like oh, you my. really thought she was doing something yeah you really thought you were you really faked mm-hmm. it to you make yeah. it a little bit but yeah Everything that I was doing was leading me to that. Mm -hmm. And when you identify with a certain idea that you want to become, Mm -hmm. you start doing different things. I started reading different books. Mm -hmm. I started wanting different people to be around. I started wanting different people to date. Mm -hmm. I started interacting in those spaces differently. I... You know, walk the talk and talk the walk until the walk became the talk and the Mm. talk became the talk and the walk was, you know, all that crazy (laughs) stuff. All that good stuff. And you will never be able to start that. You'll never be able to get there if you have this story about yourself. Yeah. This image, idea. People don't change and this is who I am. Mm -hmm. And you try so hard to like be okay with that story right with that version of yourself that you don't think you can improve yeah or you can augment in any way yeah Yeah. and my brother's like that and he's 31 or something like that Mm -hmm. man he's stuck in that every time i talk to him Mm -hmm. just stuck in a narrative a narrative that he was told and he believed from the time he was 12 years old right and I'm like, bro, you're not that dude mm-hmm. anymore. Like, look at your life until now. You're not right. that guy. Right. But if you believe in your brain. The brain's a powerful thing. It is a powerful thing. Your we always talk are about a powerful it. Thing, yeah. If you believe that you're that person, you will always be that person. Yeah. And you won't change. Yeah. And maybe that's the pattern that people observe. So they're like, well, mm-hmm. people don't change. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's like, yeah. but people can change. But they can. Yeah. And they should change. Yeah. And it's relatively simple Mm -hmm. to change a perspective yeah and just believe something different yeah so no i think that's like really important what you're touching on about like what you believe in like 
I think that's, I don't know. I, I really like that. You be careful with what you believe and where, mm-hmm. where you place your belief, because that really can impact your self-perception, the way that you interact, the, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. This is very true. I feel like I did say something to that effect of like the, your thought, like the way that you like view yourself. Hold on. Where did I put it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, squinting my I eyes. am really obsessed with the way that people mm. scrunch their face. Yeah. <laughs> like when they're doing anything, I'm just yeah. like, faces. <laughs> faces in spaces. Literally. Uh, where did I say this? Oh, I think I was singing something like a little bit different, actually. Mm. Um, but one thing I wrote down, because <laughs> I think I, I say I thought back to my own personal journey and mm-hmm. like what I had to do. Um, I had to uh, and I wrote this down. Admit to myself who you really are. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, my. Whoa. It was intense. God, <laughs> damn. It was intense. Talk about the stories we tell right, ourselves. Talk about the stories we tell <laughs> ourselves. Um, but I think it's kind of it, within that same vein, I think mm. just said like a slightly different way. Um, I did not want to admit who I really was and not in like the necessarily the like good, bad way, negative, Mm. positive, but just like, I'm just not that girl. Right. Like I like respect it. I go girl, do Mm. your thing girl, but I am not that girl. And like, I just did not want to accept like who I like really was to the point like you weren't trying to define it at all. I was just hiding. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like where I was just kind of hiding from it in like a way. And then like and then hiding behind like things that were maladaptive. Mm -hmm. There was a point in my life where I was fully convinced that I had social anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) And you where? (laughs) Where? Exactly. Bitch, where? <laughs> Bitch, where? That's crazy. I was so convinced. I'm just a shy girl. I'm just a shy, I'm just shy. girl who Don't just like, oh my god, guys, please, no, no, no. <laughs> That's the thing is, I'm not like, I'm not shy. Right. I'm really not a shy You're person a at star. all. And I saw um, those videos. Yeah, <laughs> I saw them. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh yes. You just everyone's like I can put in this episode just right. down at the bottom. Just like right here. <laughs> um no, but it it was that's just like a really big funny one because I I've like when I tell you I was really fully convinced. Mm. I was so fully convinced. Um but yeah, there was a moment where I had to be like you are just not this person and that is okay. And mm. I feel like I have to be careful with how I put this because like it's like it, it sounds like counterintuitive to like the confidence thing, but like in the same vein of like trying to like appease and fit yourself into a box that is just not you. And then considering the other box and you having this story of like how bad that other box is, but mm-hmm. that's the box that you fit into. Right. That's where you exist and that's where you thrive. And once you accept that about yourself, then like the better off you'll be. I'll give another example mm-hmm. um, that I think will be really applicable in clothing. I'm really trying to look and find my style. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely like a generally like fashionable, stylish person. I, <laughs> I, I tend to not look poor and look right. bad. Yes, well, like yes. not poorly, not poor as in <laughs> money. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> okay. Totally great. Um, but 
Um, there was at one point where I was like really trying to fit into like this very like specific like style mm -hmm. that I really love. I really love it. And I love really all style. Like if it's like cool, it's interesting. It like I love good. it. Yeah. I'm into it low key. Exactly. But I really wanted to be like this kind of girl who was like the one who like goes to like the Sunday f like flea market like every day is like th thrifts all the time. And I do these things, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um and like the way that you dress is kind of very like hippie boho-y. Um, and I think we all know what I'm talking about mm. when I say this, cause it's all over TikTok. Right. Um, but it's very kind of like maximalist too in like style. Just putting everything together and somehow it kind of works. Right, and if you're exactly. confident enough then totally. go girl Totally, absolutely loved it. Tried to like dress myself in this way and it was fine. Like, you know, I was trying, I was discovering my style. You try on different hats till you find the right. one that fits. Let the record show you rarely ever look bad. Thank you. Like, your I fits are usually that. on point. They Thank you. Usually, I appreciate you know, that. Tell you if they were. I, I know, this is true. This is true. Girl, what is happening? <laughs> what is <laughs> what going is on? Um, but I really did try. And granted, I never like went to the point where I would like walk outside and dress like this. Mm -hmm. um, but I just was finding that I was not. I just never felt like fully comfortable. There's nothing wrong with what I was wearing, but I just never felt fully comfortable. And as like I'm trying to like discover my style more, I'm realizing because you kind of going back to like the basics. I'm realizing, okay, I like more simple, clean, classic, elegant lines. Like I like elegance. I like simplicity. I'm not someone who does like a shit ton of color. I'm not someone who does like a shit ton of pattern. Mm -hmm. I definitely like to integrate some like fun pieces here and there that are interesting, right. but I care more about silhouette than I do about like frills and, mm -hmm. and color and all these sorts of things. Yeah. And so I'm realizing now I'm like, okay, like I, cause I didn't want to be that like basic, basic bitch, clean girl aesthetic, mm. but like I really, I wear literally like jeans yeah. and a white t-shirt, jeans and a black t-shirt literally all the time. And I feel the most confident when I'm wearing something like this versus when I'm trying to put on like a little cute boho mm -hmm. skirt and like a cute cardigan and I'm just like, it's cute and it's comfortable, but mm -hmm. I just don't, I am not, it's not fitting in my skin. Gotcha. So that being the example of like, admit to yourself who you really are mm -hmm. and be okay with that. Lean into it. It's totally fine. I like that kind of variation because mm -hmm. I think that's equally as important in the narrative thing that I was talking about. Totally. Because yeah, it's one thing to like tell yourself a story it's equally as relevant. The stories you say about the things that maybe you associate thing mm -hmm. like negatively yeah and if you are that thing yeah like you're like if you are the box yeah you kind of have to accept that if the shoe fits wear it wear it <laughs> Lace wear up it wear it maybe scrub it a little bit <laughs> right but like don't think it's a bad shoe right right like you you are who you are yes. at the end of the day and you can only build and transform and shift mm -hmm from that place first yeah like you can go to other places not to say you can't go to other places totally totally but you have to start and accept where you are and yeah. if you do start and accept where you are you might actually find that where you are is a mm -hmm. good place to be totally as you as clearly I, yeah. like your little I'm simple chill, situation i'm chilling Looking like, and my jeans and a simple top mm -hmm. i have so many now <laughs> and it's so interesting too like in the in the realm of fashion mm -hmm. it's so hard to make simplicity mm -hmm. look good Yes. So, yeah, it's basic, sure. Mm -hmm. But like, everyone's wearing jeans and a t-shirt, and mm -hmm. not everybody be looking. Oh, shut up. I'm just Stop. saying, not everybody be looking. Not everybody. 
Patty P. Logan. But I think that's also like the thing too is like even like style is such an important aspect of confidence, right? True. External ways in which you can like build your confidence mm -hmm. is like taking care of like your vessel, right? And like uh, paying good attention to it. And that's perfect because that's mm -hmm. what I was touching on when it comes to skill, mm -hmm. right? Especially yeah. for men. Right. Um, society don't really don't really like men to be the most confident and in tune with themselves. It, uh. it just like um society like uh our standards for women mm -hmm. force them to be insecure. Yes. Standards for men lower their confidence. Interesting. Okay. I don't know why that is. As a society, yeah, but it's just a phenomenon. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a phenomenon it's a I've phenom observed. Oh yes, 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 indeed. Yes. <laughs> um, so the easy way to counteract that mm -hmm. is to have a sense of how you exist mm -hmm. in a space, and almost have a guarantee mm -hmm. of how you exist in that space. Yeah. So if you know without a shadow of a doubt that if you were placed in like, for lack of a better, we've been, we were talking about Olympic swimmers all weekend. So <laughs> if you were placed in an Olympic sized swimming pool, okay. if you are an Olympic level swimmer, mm -hmm. you're going to have a lot of confidence in that area. Yeah. Versus if you never swam a day in your life, there's mm -hmm. no way you can be confident. Yeah. In an Olympic size swimming pool, you'll right. you'll drown. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. lack of a better thing. Right. So right. finding one thing and getting really good at it, mm -hmm. not necessarily to say find the thing that you're good at, mm -hmm. because you might not be good at anything. Right. But anyone can be good at anything. Yeah. I was not a good cook when I started, but why am I a good cook now? Mm -hmm. Because I've cut more onions than the average person, right. and that's a true story. <laughs> like literally, that's what happened. Right. Like, wow, you're so good at cutting cutting onions. You cut them so fast. You cut yeah. them so perfectly. I've just I cut, cut more onions than you. Right. It's not an intrinsic reflection of my ability to do something. Right. You just put in the hours. Exactly. Put in the time. Exactly. Same with like style too. Mm -hmm. You're in the mirror every day trying mm -hmm. to find stuff to put together. You walk yeah. out the house, it looks good. Not because you have a natural affinity to how things right. look. It's because you test and try and do all. You've developed the skill of how to dress yourself. Totally. And that can be applied to literally anything. This is so true. Yeah. And the more things you can do, the more the way that you exist in a space mm -hmm. becomes defined. Yeah. So especially on the social level, if you have like a lot of information on how to talk to people, mm -hmm. we're chatty. Yeah. You're not social anxiety. No, literally right? not. So we, we chat. <laughs> I have information, mm -hmm. social information, psychology, psychological information mm -hmm. that I can pull from. Yes. My internal source that I can pull information from. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter where I am. I know I can talk about any of these things mm -hmm. and I know the type of conversation that will happen yeah. if I talk about any of these things because I've been in that many spaces. Right. So if I can predict a certain outcome then I don't have anxiety, I don't have mm -hmm. insecurity, I don't have fear about what's going to happen, what's going to transpire in that space. Right. I can exist as if I know what's going to happen. And mm -hmm. usually what you think is going to happen kind of happens. Yeah. Confidence. Right. This is very true. This is very true. I um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, my brain blanked. Not that I get blanked. I just like, I'm, like I agree. It. Yeah, right. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that interesting content. Right? I know, I'm you sorry. have to. You, you. I'm so sorry. Um, 
No, but I think that that is like tr like the the skill thing is like definitely true because like mm. yeah, for me, um, definitely like can like apply that to style, right? Um, it's just because that there was at one point where I would tell myself the story that you tell yourself that like I'm not like someone who is like super stylish, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just not like the stylish girl. Um, I'm more of like a Taylor Swift in the world, in a world, not to say Taylor Swift is not stylish, but everyone knows she's kind of has that like millennial like style. Anyways, in a world of like Nessa Barrett's and mm. I don't know. Um, and it really was just like a thing of like, why, like, why am I telling myself this? Um, even the same thing, something that like I'm currently working on now, right? What we're talking about with like my eating habits. Uh, not good. So not good. I like go into moments where I'm like, I'm doing really well and then I do really bad. Mm -hmm. But the story that you tell yourself, right? As like, I've always told myself I'm a horrible cook. I hate being in the kitchen. Uh, even though like, it wasn't like we weren't exposed to cooking as children. Like my mom made us cook all the time with right. her. Like my dad cooked all the time as well. Like it, it's not like this weird association with being a woman in the kitchen. Yeah. Like I had my no misogyny there. No misogyny when it came all to the kitchen. All those recipes from those black hands. Uh, right. Exactly. All that forced <laughs> education. Literally, and none of it retained. None of it retained. I just have always hated cooking. I hated cooking. We've had this conversation, so I, yes. won't, I won't go in right now. Thank but you. you know how I feel. <laughs> but you know how I feel. You know how I feel um, but yeah, story that you tell yourself. I've never been a good cook. I hate cooking. I don't like being in the kitchen, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but at the same time, the ways in which my eating habits are impacting my health, mm -hmm. for one, and like my perception of myself is like important. So, you know, building up that confidence and putting myself out there to, this is something that I'm like telling myself to do because mm. it's not something that I've done. Right. So this is something that's like an active mm. situation. Like now you've immortalized of, it on the podcast. Yeah, no, damn, now I really have to do something. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, 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 um, why am I like suffering so much You're right exhausted. now? You're exhausted, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I might've started to reach yeah. my limit. Um, but yeah, that's like a like a big part of that. It's like I've I've told myself I'm I can't do something, therefore I'm not going to be confident in that space at mm -hmm. all. And it's annoying and like unnecessary. And I need to just and then as you start cooking and start learning how to do like you do different recipes and have your thing, you're like, this is actually not that hard. It yeah. is like if you're trying to maybe do some sort, but like for every day, like I'm just trying to make an egg sandwich in the morning. You know, like your 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 seven a.m. breakfast situation yeah. is not going to be a Michelin star meal, right? It doesn't, and it does not need to be. And it, it, yeah, it shouldn't right? be. What are you doing? Exactly, and but it goes I will a long also way. Say, as mm -hmm. a chef, the Michelin star chefs mm -hmm. are cracking an egg on rice in the morning. Yeah, right. Like no one's doing anything crazy. No one's doing anything crazy. I can't cook. I can't do it. Right. Remy said it best. Or Gusto said it best. Okay. Everyone can cook. Yeah. This is true. Except when I was a sophomore in college, I did have to call my baby sister and ask her how to scramble an egg. So. <laughs> That's, well, I'm glad you really didn't call me for that. I'm glad. No, I did not. I'm glad because if you did, I don't think we'd be friends. I don't think we would have been friends. That's crazy. <laughs> I, that's crazy you know but you know what that's a, that's the thing about like those sorts of skills that you may not have like you you don't have an affinity for it right like mm. I've never been drawn to cooking or like you know some people kind of have like a just a more intuitive like they're just kind of more drawn to the yeah. thing right or just like an internal sense of how things are like yeah. how I was explaining um 
how to knead gnocchi when it's really soft. Right. Like people with green thumbs mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah. um, people that know how to mix like the perfect alcohol to juice ratio in drinks because right. they're alcoholics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> skills. 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 <laughs> All skills. I'm bad. I'm that Talent. person. That's what I'm talking about. Oh my God. <laughs> LOL. That's so funny. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there is something to like, to be said of, uh, a tackling something that you do not have a natural disposition. Predisposition. Predisposition. Why is that with me in that one? It's like a type. It's like a type. I do not have a natural affinity for cooking. I'm not drawn to, I I don't, there's not any intuitive nothing, Mm. at least initially when it comes to cooking for me. And there is something that is a confidence booster to like, then like approach it and like you have like I have a couple recipes that mm. like I've like learned to make for myself and like it is kind of a confidence booster to be like okay yeah like I can like n- never have done something be completely like novel to me and learn it and execute it and like it, it's like there's an aspect of confidence where like you learn that you are capable mm-hmm. like that's really important I think that's like kind of like tied to like skills and yeah. learning new skills and um, being capable, especially yeah. for a, a dude, mm-hmm. really important to your yeah. ability to do things. Um, honing your body to perfection. Mm-hmm. Easy way for most men to get into like a high level of confidence. That's what mm-hmm. happened to my friend. Um, I don't remember how, con- I don't know, he wasn't a very confident dude growing up. He struggled mm-hmm. with insecurity a lot. Yeah. And he got mad buff. And again, the association mm-hmm. you have with the external environment. Yeah. People respect or men respect you more right. because you are now an ideal that they're trying to achieve. Totally. So the feedback is like, oh, well, maybe that is good. But that becomes mm-hmm. yeah, um, internalized Yeah, because you can move heavy weights around, which, yeah. you know, when you put it like that, it makes it sound so I, much lamer I know, than right? it needs to be. Not to like minimize <laughs> his... Right. what oh, he's yeah. achieved. It's, th- it's impressive. I will always say this about him. I respect to death mm-hmm. his freaking discipline. Yeah. Because clearly I don't have it. Yeah. So- <laughs> <laughs> like clearly I do not have it. But like it's Yeah, you so, do have to have a huge like, amount of Man, that. every yeah. single day without fail, if it's within mm-hmm. his control, he will always act. And he's been that way yeah. since um, <sighs> college. And I'm like, that is, respect, bro. Respect. That is like a, a, like a personality trait or mm. I don't know what that is that I have always been jealous of. Yeah. Just like someone's like ability to be disciplined. Mm-hmm. I feel like now that I can't force myself to exist in that vein, mm-hmm. but it's active effort. Yeah, active effort that I don't. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he struggles with this. Yeah, same time. yeah. Um, to which, if you are strong mm-hmm. as a man, mm-hmm. you will always feel capable in most situations because mm-hmm. size and muscles and strength come with physical presence yeah yeah you're a natural deterrent mm-hmm. and a natural magnet mm-hmm. and that will give that will get you into a lot of good situations <laughs> i love having this dude around because i feel safer in his presence oh <laughs> i do i do if i'm traveling i want him with me because i don't I think i'll be mugged me. if he was over there right, right? Right. That is so funny. I don't get to experience that much because I'm always around right. these chicks that I'm that for. Right. You know? Right. Jesus Christ. But oh my it gives you this sense of being able to do something. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of your sense of self can be filtered through that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, if I get into a situation where I can, I can handle, I can take care of business. Right. 
Yeah, no, yeah. literally Hell exactly yeah. like that. Exactly. So, I can open that jar and before that you pre it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can open jars. I can reach the top shelf. Sorry, yeah. Short Kings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Short Kings. You know? Yeah. Like that, your ability to do things mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. instill you with, because you know you can do it. Right. It's like, yeah. That action, give me the jar, because mm-hmm. you know you can open it. That's confidence. Yeah. Because you're very confident that you can open the jar, which right. is why men get really mad <laughs> when they can't open when? that damn jar. Like, what the? <laughs> so frustrating. It was so funny. I saw on TikTok this girl super glued a jar, a lid to the jar, uh-huh. and he took it to the gym. Hyper testosterone, masculine men. Right. Can you open this for me? She's like, oh, sure. Or I think it was like protein powder or something. Yeah. This dude broke the protein jar oh on the floor God. because he couldn't do it. That's in the the protein powder. Yeah. When it, everywhere. It was, it was, mm-hmm. You're not very, that's not very helpful. I mean, he doesn't know that it's like but a like, prank, but still, he got so frustrated. He got so mad that he just wasted all her protein powder instead. I hope he bought her a new one. I, it didn't get that far. Okay. <laughs> it didn't well, get actually, that far. I guess not. I guess like maybe not for the prank. Because sure. yeah, for the prank. Yeah. But also, why I say three things for confidence? Mm-hmm. Because if it's only skills. Mm-hmm. And then you don't develop your story and your identity, mm-hmm. and then you don't have the positive feedback from the environment. Right. Then you get people like that. Right. Which ends up being more ego. Yeah. Yeah. Than it's like, uh, like internal. Confidence. I can't open this jar. I'm not masculine. Yeah. I'm around clearly, all these I'm people. not good enough mm-hmm. because I can't open this jar. So I'm going I'm to a, break this yeah. jar so that it's I, open. Yeah. I gotta reprove to myself that mm-hmm. I am capable. Right. Versus being like, well, sorry, bro, I can't open this. Yeah, like, I don't know. That shit's sealed tight. (laughs) Mm. And (laughs) that is truly confidence, as with most things, exists with a reversal. Mm -hmm. And that is the, we literally just touched on what that reversal is. Mm -hmm. Because the entire conversation at first was speaking to people who have low confidence and how to move towards a path of confidence, what to Mm -hmm. focus on. Yeah. But all those things individually Mm -hmm. are feeding your ego. Yeah. And your ego is 100% a component of confidence mm-hmm. because your sense of self is your ego. Yeah. It's only a bad thing in the extreme. And people totally. like to talk about it like, oh, arrogance, confident, blah, 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 ego, 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 kill the ego, kill the ego, kill the <laughs> ego. <laughs> kill the ego. Yeah. But ego is important. Ego is necessary. Mm-hmm. But ego needs to be restrained and qualified and subdued mm-hmm. by an internalized understanding. So if you're capable of opening a jar, mm-hmm. your capability doesn't automatically go away right. when you can't open one jar one time. Right, right. If you can talk to women, mm-hmm. your ability to talk to women doesn't go away after you get rejected right. by that one girl who doesn't want you. Right. Right. If you can swim across the ocean... I question why you're doing that. <laughs> First, of <all. laughs> First of all. But it doesn't go away because you hit a wave and you wiped out one time and you're right. tired. So like that. Yeah. Understanding and internalizing your skill set and your capabilities, reinforcing them with the story and mm-hmm. then not needing to prove it. Yeah. In the external environment, because your confidence, like you were saying, is for mm-hmm. you and internalized in yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is really the where confidence becomes confident yeah wow this is very true i agree you just be agreeing these days i i, I 
input. Hi, I provide. Hi, input. You're just so much better at like really nicely tying a bow in concluding than I am. I would just be like, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> you sell yourself too short. Which to that point, it's also very interesting to me because um, if everyone just saw themselves as they see the people that they love and care about, mm-hmm. confidence would not be an issue. Yes, this is very true. Oh, God, so true. Sorry. that <laughs> I know. I know. I didn't say it because of that. Yeah. But relevant. Yeah. I get it. So, yeah. Uh, Think about that. Think about that. And we're going to leave you all with that right there. <laughs> Anyways. Because, because most people uh, have a very, very accurate internalization mm-hmm. of how to hold themselves in high regard. Yeah. Society tells you that confidence is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. You probably have a lot of associations with a negative self-perception for a variety of different reasons. Mm -hmm. And you're probably existing with a very low skill set. And confidence is hard to cultivate there. But your peers are probably existing in the exact same space. And you think they're the best things ever. Mm -hmm. If not, at least good enough to interact with. Right. 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 So... You, they can't tell you anything negative about themselves mm-hmm. because that doesn't compute to you. Yeah, it makes no sense to you. Right. But you, for yourself, don't keep that same energy. Totally, totally, totally. Keep that same energy for yourself, and you'll mm-hmm. find that having confidence and being confident and developing confidence mm-hmm. is easy as pie. Yeah, easy as pie. Think, oh, treat yourself like your best friend first. Ah, uh, yes. Talk translate. to yourself like you talk to other people. Yes. See yourself through other people's eyes if you need to. Look at your life through <laughs> heaven's eyes. <laughs> what we made of it is worth by what he builds or buys. You must yeah, look at your live life. Action. Really? That's Prince of Egypt, right? Yeah. yeah, I think they're making a live what? action Prince I of Egypt. I love that movie. Ah. That was DreamWorks' first movie. Beautiful. Beautiful. Honestly, I'm kind of like <gasps> that they're making a live action because it's so good. For that story but, uh, in particular, I think they um, could do do it just, especially yeah. with all the stuff we have now. Yeah, and how good that stuff was. It'll be fun. This is true. This is true. It'll be like a musical type thing. Yeah, yeah, that'll yeah. be good. I think uh, that'll be really. Enjoyable. I am excited though. Overall, yes. <laughs> Look at your life through heaven. Literally, literally. I love those Arabian people, man. They know how to have great parties. Great parties. And I like it because kind of like black people in a different way. Middle Easterns community dance that's mm-hmm. not like oh you go into the circle and you break it down yeah. like white people love <laughs> yeah. throwing people in circles like you do something silly white people love throwing people they in circles do. <laughs> they, they do they do but there's something to be uh, like we're all like having fun together dancing. dancing and enjoying ourselves we're like yeah. the boom 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 you were having boom, such boom, a good boom, time I'm <laughs> but yeah so that's kind of all we have to say about it for the time being yeah We'll put another episode about confidence, confidence part two, where we go into details about actually how to like be confident in scenarios and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But that's like the general idea of how to be confident, where confidence comes from and how to really or what to focus on when you're thinking about or you're feeling a little insecure and you want to have a higher level of general confidence. Mm -hmm. That's how you do it. Yeah, totally. So I hope you enjoyed that. And... 
let us know what you think. Yes. Do you mm-hmm. think you're a confident person? How do you think you could improve? What how do is, you achieve that? Yeah. And how, um, what is your association with your limitations? Oh. And how can you integrate that into your sense of self? Yeah. Such a funny question to me. Not because it's like funny, but because it's funny. Tell me about your limitations. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Anyways. Um, and with that also follow us on all of our socials, Instagram, TikTok, subscribe to our YouTube uh, like our Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Ah, never, ah. never forget about that damn <laughs> no, Facebook page. Hey, yeah. Oh, we got you guys. Um, and all that good stuff. Yes, love you guys. And at the end of the day, I'm Jim. And I'm Renee. And I'm really confident. I'm so <laughs> no, confident. So confident. Just yes. kidding. We're the intellectuals. <laughs> we the intellectuals, <laughs> all right. Off. Until next time. <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs>